Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now. A reminder, you can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. I'm on Twitter at Oilers uh, now for the show. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan's at Brendan Ulrich. And uh, you can email us at OilersNow at 630Chad.com. Uh, Mark Spector was in Humboldt. We're going to go to Mark uh, in uh, 25 seconds time. Uh, at 1 o'clock, uh, we'll get more specific on to the Edmonton Oilers. Todd McClellan's available. We'll have uh, one-on-one interviews that you're going to want to hear with Milan Lucic, uh, Leon Dreisettle. We're going to get to Andre Secker and Oscar Clefbaum today as well, time permitting. We're going to try to get through eight over the course of the next couple days. Now, Peter Chiarelli is going to go either tomorrow or Wednesday, uh, and uh, we will also have our uh, full uh, predictions and preview shows uh, with uh, Jack Michaels, uh, Reed Wilkins, Brennan Ulrich, and myself. Um, so again, uh, we are going to eventually move off the uh, Humboldt uh, topic in the second hour of the show and get uh, drilled down a bit on the Edmonton Oilers and a very underwhelming, frankly, a crappy season for the hockey team, but it certainly uh, pales in comparison to the tragedy over the course of this weekend. And that sent uh, Mark Spector and uh, lots of other media out to uh, Saskatchewan and into Humboldt, and uh, we go to our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing, uh, beginning thoroughbred style, May 5th. Spec, how are you? Oh, not so bad. Bobby, how are you? Uh, not bad. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, I read a lot of your uh, uh, work over this weekend. It was... Uh, uh, I'm, I, those are never easy pieces to write. Um, uh, but that being said, it, it uh, pales in the comparison to what the community, what the families, the first responders... Uh, the teachers, the billets, and everybody else is going through in that in that in that community, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you go out there, you're an outsider, and and all of us media that come in there at a time like that, we're all outsiders, and I don't pretend to be anything other than that. Uh, it, it, one of the amazing things in Humboldt I found was how welcoming everyone was. You know, nobody, no one looked at us like, "What do you vultures do it here?" Uh, I'll tell you, the, the logistics, you know, Bob, you, you'd know what we're talking about here. The logistics of a little uh, <clears throat> town like Humboldt, yeah. all of a sudden hosting a, a live broadcast. There's a dome TV truck at the ring. Lisa LaFlamme's coming in. Ian Adam Ansing's coming in, right? Prime Minister Trudeau's coming in. 
Like there, there's a whole bunch of media at this rink that all needs to be able to get their work done and file and there's press conferences. I mean, the fact that the people in charge made time and effort to get all those things to happen in their in their deepest moment of grief, uh, it just shows you how selfless everyone there is. They they made sure that the rest of Canada could share in this thing the way the rest of Canada wanted to, and, and I think that should not go unnoticed. Well, and, you know, I mean, what agents tell you? You never go wrong with anybody from Saskatchewan or Sweden, you know, and so, <laughs> yeah. uh, right? So, uh, and you know, Mark, it, it's it's interesting, because, and, and I said this earlier, there's, I don't know if there's a right and proper way to respond. You know, you have to be accommodating and understand that people have different perspectives on how they handle things. And, uh, you know, some people might say, uh, some people want their stories shared of their sons that have been lost in this situation or or have been injured and and others are quite personal and don't want it shared and it's you know it's a very uh, uh we have a mutual acquaintance mark that has never publicly talked about the accident that he was involved with in 1986 that claimed the life of four of his teammates and 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 you know I've I've respected that and as you know with in, with, with Ian Herbert's case I mean uh, once a road trip I go out for dinner with Ian you know over the course yeah. of the last three years so you know it's it, it's one of those situations how how did you find um, I mean it must have been incredibly difficult. To, and how many times did you need to, to catch yourself and and just sort of, you know, you've got all this professional deportment in terms of how to conduct yourself, and it, it, that's got to be a tough thing to go through. Well, you know, I've had some experience working in the cop room at the Edmonton Journal, and, and I think all you can do is, you know, you, you said it best, Bob, some people really do want to talk, and it is cathartic for some people to, to discuss and, and you know, I remember in the cop room uh, a father who lost a daughter, and and you know, I, you have to phone because that's what they pay you to do. Yeah. But you have to be ready to say, "I'm sorry for bothering you. I'm sorry for your loss," and hang the phone up if they don't want to talk. Well, sometimes that person would keep you on the phone, Bob, for 45 minutes, and now you felt rude to hang up because they were dying to talk about their loved one that had passed. And out in in uh, in uh, Humboldt was much the same. Some people just said politely declined and others, you know, I talked to a guy, a goal judge for the Humboldt Broncos. I mean, I couldn't, he couldn't stop talking and then he, it ended with a big hug and I never met the guy in my life. So, you know, all you can do is just handle it with some, some hopefully the right attitude and be ready to get said no to and uh, let it unfold. It's a crappy part of the job, Bob, but we signed up for this. Yeah, I mean, just the the catastrophic nature of the collision. You know, I I wonder, Mark, if we have a conversation in the summer down the road because it's, you know, will there be changes? I had somebody bring this up with me today and say, you know, could we put GPS units on buses when they're traveling our children to make sure that we can... That's a great point, but we're not at that stage right now because everybody's involved is still in the grieving process and you know you had people that came in from swift current and said they're they're still dealing with this 30 years later and i think that kind of puts things in perspective doesn't it well i think one of the reasons that it reaches everybody in canada because we all 
everyone's been on the bus and, and there's teams and we know how it works. But here's what we haven't heard. You know, we haven't heard anyone say, look, our team's making a change. We're not going to use a bus. You can't say that. You know, I'm heading into Winnipeg tomorrow. I got 14 or 15 flights ahead of me here. I can't say I'm just going to stop flying now. Because that's right. it's impossible to do what we do. You fly more than I do. Junior hockey teams don't have the option of moving away from the bus. They don't have that option. Right. It doesn't exist. So everyone's going to get back on that bus. And a lot of guys have got on already. And that's, you know, you step on that bus now. And, you know, what wasn't in the back of your mind before is now. And it's that's really the reason why this, this particular story has really held a lot of gravity with a lot of people, certainly that you and I know, Bob. Unfortunately, it's a sad statement on the state of affairs and the way things are. Uh, the the tremendous positive energy and outpouring of support. Why does it take incidents like this, Mark, to bring the best out in people? You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, I want to put I want to put it a different way, though. I want to say, you know, uh, you and I grew up in that Golden Bear program, Bob. Yes. Right? And we know, you know, with those guys, you know, let's start before that. We, we put our kids into sports. We all put our kids in sports and yep. onto teams or even in a band or whatever. So you can learn, you learn to win and you learn to lose. And, you know, when you lose a championship, you feel devastated. But really, it's not devastating, you know. You lost a big game. Yep. Right? And when you win a game, you feel like the king of the world. Well, you're not king of the world, but you sure feel like you're king for the day. And, and you learn how to act and how to handle yourself. And, you know, the Golden Bears have such a solid program that they've just filled our community with stand-up guys who learn how to do it, things right, from Billy Morris and Claire Drake and, and the tradition there. And the humble Broncos aren't much different. You know, they've, they've got people spread around that area of Saskatchewan. They've had a solid, winning, good team for a long time. They do things right. And it is a time like this now where some graduates from that team, where that community needs some pillars to lean on, and they need some people, you know, just like a hockey team, man. That that community needs leaders right now. They need people to help things get done the right way, and they've got them. You know, and one of the reasons they have them is because, because of sport, because sport turns you into a leader. And yeah. I know the Golden Bears turned some guys I know into some real strong leaders in our community, and that's what's going on in Humboldt today. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark, you you traveled with the Bears. I traveled with the Bears for 13 years, and uh, fifth years and first years, and broadcasters and trainers and therapists all loaded and unloaded the bus because that's kind of how it was. And I think right now they're all thinking the same thing, how damn lucky they are. I mean, I, I think of Chris Joseph and... Uh, he worked at the fire hall right by my house. I see him when I'd be with my kids, uh, you know, taking our dog for the walk, and he'd come over, and I just—it's just—it's uh, just—it's just so brutal what what happened. And um, the vigil last night—I mean, that was uh, that was uh, at at times, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show right now watched it, and and there's probably some that couldn't. You know, it just it was so hard. Like it's just so hard to watch, but. Uh, what what have you learned over the course of besides the fact that Humboldt's got a very similar type of program you mentioned to the U of A and 
the expansiveness in terms of the the reach of the community. I mean, are 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 the people from Humboldt a little bit? I mean, obviously they're in shock with what's transpired, but are they also a little bit stunned with how everybody's responded in kind back? Yeah, I, I really, you know, you hit it on the head. I think that when you live in a in a small five thousand person, largely farming community like that. You know, you don't really think that anyone outside Humboldt cares that much what you're doing, frankly. Uh, I don't live there, but that's the sort of thing, what my takeaway was. Uh, and to find out that, that in fact, that the people, the love and the care and the donations and the interest and the, and the willingness to help in any way you can was flowing in, you know, not just from Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Manitoba, but from all over Canada and all over the world, I mean... You know, there's not a lot of big Donald Trump fans around, but the fact that he made a phone call to Prime Minister Trudeau about the Humboldt Broncos, that really ranked. That went through that town pretty fast, Bob. And, you know, I guess I guess that, that's really what... You know, the, the love gets spread pretty far in, in this day and age with the Internet. And uh, I guess people out there just didn't realize how much love there really was, huh? You know, it's funny, everybody's got a little bit of competitive nature. You mentioned the amount of media that were there, and you got a guy like Frank Cervelli that basically does what you do for TSN, and you guys sit on that uh, Professional Hockey uh, Writers Association, and, and it's in moments like that that, you know, it, it brings even competitors uh, together, and that's uh, that's interesting. By the way, somebody has asked me, hey, Bob, just you mentioned the GPS and wondered how... Uh, uh, you know, a GPS unit could could uh, stop something like this. And, and again, this is a conversation for down the road, but where I'm going with this is, is there a way regionally perhaps you had, and I'm serious about this, could we have, um, could we continue to grow and develop technology so that you could literally have, you know, bus traffic controllers? I'm serious. Is this something, because you've got so many teams and kids out there and, and, you know, and and so you could, you could work. I don't know. Like, I mean, we don't have an answer yet. This is going to take a long time to figure out what the hell happened here. I think we, we have a bit of a gut feel and it's, it doesn't probably feel good for, well, it doesn't feel good for anybody, but I, I, you know, we've made an incredible amount of uh, growth and development and technology. Maybe that is something that you can do down the road. I don't know. Somebody brought that up with well, me today. I thought it was a brilliant idea. So the technology's there. We're all, you know, let's not give too much time on this, but we're all freaked out about these driverless vehicles and driverless transport trucks. Well, all of those are fitted with sensors that would have caught, you know, that stop sign and would have would have sensed traffic coming and put the brakes on, right? So the technology exists, it's there, and we'll get to it in all our vehicles, driverless and driver vehicles. We'll get there, but, you know, we're not there yet. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's someone made a mistake, probably, and and it's, I have more sympathy for whoever made that mistake than I do any other emotion. It's... it's yeah. I think sympathy. Uh, I think sympathy is, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. The the outpouring of support, Mark. I mean, being at the building at Rogers Place on Saturday, watching all those fans and the players, the two organizations handle things to begin with, and then the conclusion with the Sedins as well. It really made it for a, a gut wrenching, uh, emotional night. And uh, the you know the fans and Edmontonians were fantastic uh, throughout the whole thing on a on a very I mean, it doesn't surprise you. I mean, this touched the whole hockey world, Spec. Absolutely. So, 
And now you were at the, did you make the uh, veil this morning? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I mean, he, he opened up with it. We're going to play another clip uh, from it. Uh, I don't want to, you know, there, to a certain degree, I almost got the sense for Todd it was uh, a little bit cathartic. You know, he's a, he's from Saskatoon. Again, I mentioned earlier, two of his friends uh, passed in the bus accident back in 1986, the one that Ian was on. And, um uh, you know, I, I was pretty. Uh, it's a pretty cool thing that uh, Glenn Gullitson and uh, Todd uh, went in there, and you know Don Sherry going. I mean, it it just puts things in perspective that people are willing to give in this situation. Yeah, and, and you know that's one thing you get uh, being out there in Saskatoon. And Todd showed up, of course, with uh, Gullitson, but uh, Todd is woo as I swerve past a big skunk in the middle of the highway. Todd is a. Um, you don't really know until you're there. Todd's highly respected in Saskatchewan, man. He is, he's old-time Saskatchewan. Uh, the fact that he showed up there and him and Gullison and other Saskatchewan, why he's from up in Hudson Bay, uh, really left an impact. And, and, you know, just for Oilers fans, I know that there's a lot of guys out there harping on the coach and, yep. made, you know, listen, his team's not very good this year and he deserves some harping on but uh, this is a highly respected man, first of all, hockey coach second. Uh, Todd does it right, you know. He does it right. He's a good man. And what he did out there to, to, to take a flight away from the getaway day with the Oilers and get out there and now come back and do his interviews, pretty hectic 24 hours for him, and he did it at a drop of a hat. Well, and, you know, Mark, he's uh, always accountable. He's uh, been available all year long. He never put his... Uh, associate or assistant uh, in uh, in peril dealing with difficult issues like why the power play was so crappy uh, you know what the hell was wrong with the penalty killers unit coaches that in theory lead those things and then the head coach has to take over and the head coach good head coaches take ownership Mark good people take ownership and, and Todd did that today he said ultimately I'm responsible for it today and you and me are not surprised that by that because we have the privilege of dealing with them on a day to day day-by-day basis. We've talked about it before. Our broadcasters meeting might be the one of the most rewarding aspects before each game of the job to get a sense of perspective why certain things are done uh, the way they are. So we have a lot of time and I, I think that I think Mark the fans appreciate that Todd is available and that there's explanations as to why things are done and, and that's important. And again, he Mark, he took full accountability for the position that the team ended up in this year, and I know that doesn't surprise you in the least. No, it doesn't surprise me, but that's, uh, I mean, that's that's high quality, and that's the right thing to do, and, and let's take the next step. Now you got to fix it. Yeah. You know, now you got to fix it. So, uh, you know, it, it's like when you, it's like when you, you, know, you make a mistake once and you say, sorry, that's fine, we'll accept your apology, don't make yep. the mistake again. Yeah. And, and Todd, Todd has to get to work this summer, whether it means hiring different people, whether it means taking a real deep, hard look at some of the things he did this year as a head coach. Uh, it can't come back the same. This, this team's too good to waste another season at this. Uh, and there's no need to waste to be going through more coaches and all those things. Todd's capable, and he's a good coach. You need to fix this thing next year. Well, uh, you're not going to make it in for the Shirelli availability because are you on your way to Winnipeg right now? No, sir. I'm um, on my way driving home, dodging skunks here on 16, but I'm flying out first thing in the morning in Winnipeg. All right. Safe travel, Spec. Thank you for taking time <laughs> to join us.
All right, Bobby, take care now. All right, uh, this is the Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you. Uh, Mark Spector's appearances brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing, uh, thoroughbred style, starts May 5th. Some guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder, every Wednesday's date night at Roos Chris. Two can dine for $120. If you're looking for a fun destination this year, Take the kids to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. Fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New West Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass. For the reservations to Disneyland, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or book online at newwesttravel.com. When we come back, uh, we'll get to NHL today for our friends from elite promotional marketing this is orders now when you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Welcome back. It's 12:56 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. Let's go to NHL today. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. The NHL playoffs begin on Wednesday. You heard Speck. He's flying to Winnipeg. Minnesota Wild at the Jets. Now, had they had Ryan Suter, I would have said, take the Wild. I'm switching. I want the Jets to win the series, by the way, just to set the record. You know that, right? Brennan, you know. I mean, I'd have been way happier Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver instead of L.A., San Jose, and Anaheim. How good is this series going to be? Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. You know what? The Flyers might have the juice to beat the Pens. Uh, Pens goaltending. Flyers. Yeah, Flurry held the pens down early last year. It won't be Giroux against Crosby, though, because Giroux's now on the wing. L.A. Kings at the Golden Knights is the other series opening up Wednesday night. New York Rangers fired head coach Elaine Vigneault. GM Jeff Gordon also confirmed today they've relieved associate coach Scott O'Neill and assistant coach Daryl Williams. They will be talking about Lindy Ruff. About his future, of course, Lindy's brother Brent passed away on that uh, Swift Current bus accident back in 1986. You're going to be hearing lots of reports out of Russia. Okay? Igor Aranko reporting Ilya Kovalchuk set to sign a two- to three-year deal with the New York Rangers. The one thing Russia has, I'm hearing that there's a lot of guys that want to get out of that league. There's some good goalies in that league. Bakersfield Condors lost 4-1 in Manitoba on Friday. Josh Curry scored the lone goal. Condors rebounded on Sunday, a 4-3 win over Manitoba. Patrick Russell scored twice. Tyler Vessel, David Gus also scored. Condors have three games left in the regular season. Have the owners made any announcements yet uh, with the likes of Keegan Lowe and Ethan Bear, uh, potentially Ty Ratty? They, uh, I'm not sure if those guys are going back down. I would assume they would go back down. They host San Jose on Wednesday. WHL Swift Current Moose job. Uh, the only announcement they made so far is that uh, Cooper Marodi is going down there. Cooper Marodi. Right, we're going to work on him, are we not, for later this week? Okay. Swift Current Moose job tied 1-1. Edmonton Stewart Skinner, 20-save performance, 4-0 victory Saturday 
Uh, that game was almost cancelled uh, because of the emotional impact of uh, the kids in Swift Current Moose Jaw knowing lots of kids involved in the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy. Lethbridge uh, leads Brandon 2-0, Tri-City 2-0 up on Victoria. Portland and Everett tied 1-1. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Again, we're going to shift into more hockey-centric uh, conversation coming up in hour number two of Oilers Now.